0: Welcome Old Time Radio fans, I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio and on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com.
1: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check.
0: Each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode originally aired on December 14th, 1949, and has some audio problems where there is another episode that kind of bleeds through and does kind of step on some of some, a few of the jokes. But overall, you can hear what's going on. So, George, what is the secret word?
2: Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is hair. H-A-I-R. Really?
0: you bet
2: your life. Algen America, creator of America's most beautiful compact, smartest cigarette cases, magic action lighters, finest dresser sets presents Groucho Marx in the Elgin American show You Bet Your Life the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood and here's that Sterling Elgin American the one the only Groucho!
3: That's me Groucho Marx <laughs> Thank you. Well, here I am again with $2,000 for one of our couples tonight. George Feniman who's first on the docket? Just before we went on the air, our
2: studio audience selected a pair of newlyweds. And here they are. Mr. and Mrs. Frank Goodell
3: meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, youngsters, for Elgin American Compact. <laughs> and if you say the secret word, you win a 16-millimeter Apollo Sound movie projector that sells for $129.50. It's a common word, something you always have with you. You two are uh, newlyweds, eh? All right. Mrs. Uh, Frank uh, Goodell, right? Yes, You're not related to John Goodell. Absolutely not. You're the blushing bride, I take it.
4: I'm the bride. <laughs>
3: Mr. Goodell, if I'm not too impudent. How old are you? Fifty-three. And you're a newlywed, eh? That's right. <laughs> Took you a long time to find a preacher,
5: didn't it? <laughs> didn't
3: find a preacher was a judge. Blubber <laughs> you up on a traffic raft?
5: <laughs>
3: and how old are you, Mrs. Goodell? I'm afraid. Well, you don't look at you. And I'm uh be honest. Well, you don't have to be honest with me, huh?
5: <laughs>
3: I won't be honest with you, or not.
5: <laughs>
3: how long ago was this not tied? Four days. Four, four days ago. Was the knot tied good and uh, tight? Uh, I hope so. I think so. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's too tight. The way he looks right now.
5: <laughs>
3: Maybe stopping his <your> circulation. <laughs> who who attended the wedding, Frank? Oh, the judge and the court clerk. Where, where were you out? Bowling. Uh... What do you do for a living, Frank? I'm an attendant at the Brentwood Hospital. Mrs. Goodelli, are you working? I work there too. Oh, you both work? there. <laughs> uh, and you met her in the hospital. How did it, how did it happen, there uh? Oh, I, I just bumped into her somewhere around there on the ground. You bumped into her on the
5: ground? Uh, I met her somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> how are
3: you crawling along on the... uh, can you fill in the details of the of the face meeting? And Mrs. Goodell must have impressed you, I imagine.
6: Well, he
4: isn't
3: uh, altogether right. About anything? Well,
4: about our meeting. Oh. Because it happened... I thought you were
3: going to say he wasn't altogether and let it go.
4: No, I just, I just mean that uh, that isn't altogether the way it happened. A mutual uh, friend of ours, a lady, came to me and said to me, uh, I want you to meet a friend of mine.
3: Who was crawling along in the ground.
4: <laughs> she didn't say that. <laughs> and uh, she, she said, um, uh, I want to bring him over to your house. And as I go, I'll say, Frank, get her telephone number. And of course, if he's two times, he'll try it on
5: me. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, all right. I wrote the Burberry uh, the <laughs> Cafe
4: for him. And then from there, we waited for
3: things to happen. <laughs>
5: What did you say when
3: you proposed to Mrs. Goodell? I just said, let's get married. (laughs) Did he tell the truth, uh, Mrs. Goodell?
4: Well, no, it didn't happen quite like that.
3: (laughs) Your two stories don't uh, exactly jive, Frank. Oh, Uh, well, I I get all twisted up, you know. Yeah, when she gets you home, she'll unravel you, I (laughs) think. Well, in spite of my being so nosy, I hope the wedding bells aren't as fracked as I am, Frank. uh, We want you to have some perfect Christmas gifts from our
2: sponsor. For Mrs. Goodell, a gift any bride will enjoy, this lovely engraved dresser set by Elgin American.
3: That is beautiful. And what have you got for Frankie boy here, huh?
2: And Mr. Goodell, for your ideal Christmas gift, Elgin American's hand-engraved sterling silver cigarette case that holds 20 regular or 16 king-size
3: cigarettes. Well, Frank, let's get back to your marriage, huh? are we? Sure, okay. Well, you don't have to be so enthusiastic. <laughs> now, after the honeymoon, did you carry her over the threshold? Uh, no, where? but I'm uh, thinking about it.
5: <laughs>
3: well, that's good enough, I think. Now, uh, Mrs. Goodell, what particular advantages are there in marrying uh, late in life? I mean, you uh, get companionship. Companionship, yes, indeed. Security? Do you have anything to add to that, Franklin? Not a thing. Okay. Everything she says is right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you, haven't you any ideas of your own about why it's nice you got married? Frank? Oh, sure. Clean clothes? <laughs> Someone to cook for me and play canasta? Clean clothes, huh? You could have married a laundromat, you know. Okay, but,
5: uh,
3: someone to play canasta with. Good thing he isn't crazy about football, huh? He might have married Red Grange, huh? Right? Red Grange. That'll give you an idea of the last time I saw a football game. Now, what's been your biggest thrill, Mrs. Goodell?
4: I think uh, the fact that we are married.
3: <laughs> when well, that, I met That's a uh, very sentimental have. answer. Very pretty. <laughs> now, what about you, Frank? What's been your most thrilling experience that you can uh, remember? Well, when I shot my first deer. more romance in your little
5: fingers (laughs) than you
3: have in in all the rest of your body. Well, it's certainly been nice having you here, and and we want to... Best wishes to both of you, from all of us. In just one minute, you're going to work together as a team for $2,000. But first, I want you to pay attention to this.
1: (laughs) Uh, Hello? Of course I was
4: asleep. What's oh, it's keeping you awake all night. I know you have to mail it tomorrow to reach her for Christmas. Send a compact set like your Elgin American. Anyone would adore it. All right, so I'm wonderful. Now go to sleep. Good
1: night. Don't lose sleep over your gift list. Use that wonderful idea, a matching, exquisite Elgin American compact and cigarette case to thrill any woman. Add the matching lighter to impress her even more. These very fashionable sets are great value. Start at just $9.95. $6.95 for Elgin American's Companion American Beauty Set. Come in sterling silver, too. Tomorrow, buy these stunning compact gifts. With matching cigarette case, lighter, or both. With the prestige name women prefer, Elgin American.
3: Okay, now see if you'll get a chance at the $2,000 question. You're gonna play the Elgin American game, you bet your life. Feniman, explain the rules. Each of our three couples
2: has $20. They bet as much of that $20 as they want on each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $2,000 question at the end of the show. Our other two
3: couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what's happening out here. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected major cities of the world as your category. Here's your first question. You have $20. How much are you going to try? Five. In what country is the city of Leipzig? Poland. Oh, listen. Uh... uh one answer between you now. No, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's Germany. They now have $15. Remember, you're going for $2,000 tonight. How much of the 15 will you try? Uh, five more. Five more. In what country is the city of Prague? Czechoslovakia. Yeah, <laughs> Czechoslovakia is right. Now they have $20. All right, again. now you're back where you are. Here's your third question How much of the $20 are you going to risk? Ten of it. $10. In what country is the city of Sheffield? England. England is correct. <laughs> We're on the way now. They have $30. You've got $30? How much are you gonna try? Ten. Ten dollars. All right. And what country is the city of Warsaw? Poland. Poland is correct. And they wind up with $40. <laughs> Thanks, and good luck for Belgian American Compacts. Now, stick around. You're still in the running for the big question.
2: Well, Groucho, the secret word is still hair. It
3: is. And our next
2: couple may say it. They've been in a waiting room offstage, and here they come. A postal clerk and a housewife selected by our studio audience just before we went on the air. Mrs. Carrie Wolf and Mr. Jack Nelson meet Groucho Marx.
3: Welcome to your bet your life. And if one of you says the secret word, he wins the 16-millimeter Apollo sound movie projector instantly. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Mr. Jack Nelson. Jack Nelson, I, I knew you were the postal clerk. You had that baggy look about you. Uh, where are you from, Jack? I was born in Mississippi. Uh-huh. And uh, what zone number? Well, they didn't have a zone in those days. Uh-huh. Mrs. Uh, Carrie Wolf, where, where are you from, Carrie?
6: I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. About 10 minutes ride from the river on the street. Uh-huh. <laughs>
5: Any
3: particular river? Or... The
5: Mississippi. Oh, the
3: Mississippi. Mm-hmm.
5: What? No. <laughs>
3: what does your husband do, Carrie?
6: He's a chemical salesman.
3: Chemical salesman? Yes. What sir. kind of a salesman is that?
6: Huh? Oh, he sells all kinds of chemicals. <laughs>
3: well, then I guess he's a chemical salesman. Huh?
5: <laughs>
3: how'd, how'd you meet him?
5: Well,
6: I met him on a picnic. And uh, he had, he said if I had a bathing suit I'd go in swimming. So I told him I'd loan him well, mine. A he weighed 120 pounds and I weighed 204. So uh, and what
3: did you, what were you wearing?
6: I didn't go in the water. I didn't want to get my hair wet.
5: Well,
3: Mrs. Wolf, you said hair, and that's the secret word, George. Tell her what she wins. A 16-millimeter Apollo
2: sound movie projector. Now, Mrs. Wolf, you can show regular Hollywood sound movies or movies you take yourself. It sells for $129.50. Uh,
3: Jack, tell me, who who do you work for? (laughs) Insufficient posters. Yes, it's post office. Uh, You work for the post office, but who's your boss? uh... Well, Postmaster General. Don't be so sure, you know. The way things are going in Washington these days, you'll have to find your boss as the Postmaster Admiral.
5: <laughs>
3: so what do you do as a postal clerk? Huh? Well, I sell money orders, I work
4: in the register section, and sort mail.
3: Sort mail. Tell me, do you run across some uh, pretty interesting uh, confidential letters? <laughs> letters. <laughs> well, then I'll never waste my time writing you a letter. <laughs> Are there any new postal regulations we should know about this year? Yes, there's one
4: important one. Yeah, What's that? Uh, well, that is to put two cents on all unsealed Christmas cards instead of one and a half cents.
3: Mm-hmm. Just put a two-cent stamp on it? Don't you have to put the address on it? <laughs> Our posters do. That's you. Tell me, Mr. Nelson. Maybe you don't read letters, but I'll, I'll bet you read what's on the postal cards, don't you?
4: Well, only the ones addressed to myself.
3: <laughs> this baby is on to me, huh? Eh? You mean you don't even take a little glance at other people's postal cards? No. Well, how do you know where to deliver them? Now, tell me, Dead Letters, I presume the the Christmas season is your busiest time. Do you have any advice for our listeners that will make uh, your work easier?
4: Yes, they could uh, adjust all letters plainly and be sure that all packages are tied securely and mail the letters early.
3: Can you read mail when you hold it up to the light? No. No. (laughs) Oh, you've tried it, huh? (laughs) Well, it's been interesting having you here, and we want you to have the perfect Christmas gifts from our sponsor. Fenneman?
2: For Mrs. Wolf. Elgin American's beautiful simulated pearls.
3: They're the finest pearls
2: made by man. I'm sure you'll oh, enjoy them. beautiful. Thank you. And for Mr. Nelson, Elgin
3: American's popular cigarette case with today's smart leather-like look. Something to show off. Now, let's play a bet your life for $2,000. You run your 20 bucks into more than the other two couples, and you get the chance at the big question later. Fenneman's offstage to remind our listeners how much the first couple won. The newlyweds won $40. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected capitals of states as your category. Is that right? right. That's right. How much are you going to try? Ten. Ten dollars. All right. What is the capital of Colorado? Denver. Denver is correct. (laughs) All right, Rachel, they have thirty dollars. Don't forget, you're going for two thousand dollars tonight. How much of the thirty dollars will you try? Five. Twenty five. Is that all right with you, (laughs) Jack? All right. What is the capital of Utah? Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City is correct. they climbing rocks. They have fifty-five dollars. And here is your third question: How much of the fifty-five are you going to try?
5: Fifty-two.
3: <laughs> what about you, Jack? You've got something to say about this, too, you know? About man? fifty, I think. 50? Fifty. Is that all right with you, Carrie? Yeah. All right. Now, what is the capital of South Dakota? Pierre. Pierre is correct. <laughs>
2: Now
3: they have $105. All right, you've got $105, and here's your last chance to beat the other couple. $105. Now, you're going to bet a, Is that all right yeah. with you, Jack? Yes, it's fine. $105. What is the capital of Arkansas? <laughs> Little
5: Rock. Little Rock is correct. And they
3: wind up with two. Thanks and good luck from Elgin American Compacts. Now, in just one minute, our last couple will play you bet your life and then we know who gets the $2,000 question. But right now, listen.
1: Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle for the girls. Oh, what joy it is to get Elgin American's gorgeous pearls. That's a woman's theme song this Christmas. Elgin American's new and fabulous simulated pearls are a joy to receive and wear. Make the most luxurious gifts for the most reasonable price. Pearls have a beauty that's always in fashion. And Elgin American pearls have the beauty never seen before. They're a revelation in quality, luster, clasps. Come distinctively gift boxed, even jewel boxed in metal for her dressing table. Yet all this complete superiority costs just $2 to 20 plus tax. See chokers, ropes, bracelets, earrings, strands for children and teenagers too. Buy them tomorrow for the gift supreme. They're the simulated pearls of all time, the values of all time. Magnificent Elgin American Pearls. <laughs>
3: Now well, then we we'll soon know who's going to earn the most money and get the chance at the $2,000 question. George, who's leading so far? The postal clerk and the
2: housewife with $210. And the secret word is still here. Our final couple is coming in from their waiting room. Perhaps they'll say the secret word. We invited some physical instructors to the show tonight, and just before we went on the air, the studio audience selected Mr. Karis Kern and a high school boy, Jules Kirker, to be his partner. Gentlemen, meet
3: Groucho Marks. Welcome, Giants, to the Elgin America. And if one of you says the secret word, he wins a 16-millimeter movie projector instantly. It's a common word, something you always have with you. So you're a physical wreck. No, a physical instructor. Yes. Physical instructor, huh? Yes. Yeah. Where are you from, uh, Karis? Uh, Colfats, Colorado. Is that near Hot Fats? Uh... <laughs>
5: Cold fat?
3: (laughs) That's right. I think they changed the name, though. Well, I should think they would. (laughs) Where are you from, shrimp? Uh, Uh,
6: Julius, huh? Yeah. You can call me Jules.
3: Well, that'll be fun, huh? (laughs) Call me Jules, too, huh? (laughs) Where are you from, uh...
6: I was born in the Kelly, United States, Brooklyn.
3: Not since the World Series, old boy. Do you have any children at home? Uh... No,
6: I'm only 15.
3: You have 15 children at home,
6: huh? No, I'm only 15 years old.
3: Well, answer the question. Do you have any children at home? Huh?
5: Uh,
6: I have two sisters and a brother.
3: Well, that's a nice-sized family, yeah? How long have you been married?
6: I'm not married.
3: Well, how'd you meet your wife? (laughs) Once I fasten on to something, there's no (laughs) letter. How'd you meet your wife, Julius?
6: Well, I haven't got a wife.
3: Oh, a bachelor, eh? (laughs) You live all alone?
6: No, I live with my family. (laughs) Now we're
3: getting someplace. You say so. How big is your family?
6: Well, I have two sisters, a brother, my mother, and father, and myself.
3: Mm-hmm. You're evading the question. Huh? How big is your father, huh?
6: my father? my father's not so tall, but I have a brother taller than you. <laughs>
3: Don't forget I'm sitting down. Uh, and I'm wearing glasses, huh? Uh, Mr. uh, Karen, who are you? I'm a physical director. (laughs) (laughs) you're threatening me, too, huh? (laughs) Where do you do your physical instructing? uh? At the uh, Marcy House of Health. I thought Marcy was in the cold, cold ground, huh?
5: (laughs) What do
3: you do in this abattoir? Uh, A slaughterhouse. We add years to your life and life to your years. Did you just make that up? Uh, No, that's our motto. Oh. Now, tell me your body and soul, what are some good exercise people can do at home? One of the best is open a window and stand for it and take several deep breaths. No, that wouldn't be any good for me. I haven't got strength enough to open the window, huh? How's your wife, Julius? I've
5: got a wife. She left you,
3: eh? Well, you've still got your family, huh? You tell your father he doesn't scare me a bit. Are you working, do you?
5: Uh,
6: Sometimes I work down at my dad's store. What kind I, of a store he? He has a grocery store down what? at Bray and Adams. Yeah. What's the name of it? The Bray Food Center. Do
3: <laughs> you ever hook any down there?
6: Well, what I do for him is uh, sometimes when he's busy, I stock and I answer the telephone sometimes.
3: What kind of phone calls do you get
6: there? And people having orders.
3: Like what? What do they order? Food well, I didn't think they ordered underwear in a grocery store How much dough do you make down there?
6: All depends
3: Depends if your father's out of the store, you mean? <laughs> well, what are you saving for? I
6: made my college education
3: well, Where do you want to go?
5: Undecided.
3: Is that me here? <laughs> you got a, you've got a girl, Julius, huh?
6: Yeah, slightly.
3: Well, she should be slight at that age. What is she like? Could you describe her, Julius?
6: Well, she wears dead black hair. Sometimes she wears...
3: again. You just said hair, and that's tonight's secret word. George, tell him what he wins.
2: A 16 millimeter Apollo sound movie projector. Now, Julius, you can show regular Hollywood sound movies or movies you take yourself. It sells for $129.50. How's
3: your wife, Julius? I
6: haven't got a wife.
3: Oh, you got rid of her, huh? Still got your family, I hope. <laughs> now we have some wonderful Christmas gifts for both of you, George.
2: For Julius, Elgin American's exclusive heart-shaped compact that's definitely different. It's jeweler's bronze that looks like gold. Just the thing for his mother's Christmas present. And for Mr. Kern, this lovely sterling silver compact with 14 karat gold engraving. An Elgin American, of course. His wife will fall in love with it Christmas morning.
3: Now let's play your bet your life. If you can beat our other two couples in the quiz, you'll get a crack at the $2,000 question. I can't tell you how much won, but George is offstage. To remind our listeners.
2: The postal clerk and the housewife are ahead with two hundred ten dollars.
3: Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you twenty dollars. You selected famous pioneers of science and invention. Is that right? Yes. Mm. Now, uh, how much are you going to bet face you On your first question. Ten. Mm. Okay. 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 Who invented the sewing machine?
6: Benjamin Franklin. I think it was, uh, Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin
3: Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It was Elias Howe. H O W E. They now have $10. Well, you're down to $10. Remember, you're going for $2,000 tonight. How much of the $10 will you try? Five. 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 Okay, who discovered the preventer for rabies? Louis Pasteur. Louis
6: Pasteur
2: is right. Driving <laughs> back they have fifteen dollars.
3: That's right. Louis Pasteur. That's Tony Pasteur's brother, huh? <laughs> now here's the third question. You have fifteen dollars, how much you gonna try? Ten dollars? <laughs> who invented the wireless? <laughs> One answer between you. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. Oh. No, you're just Benjamin Franklin happy here, that's all. This time it happened to be Marconi. They now have five dollars. Well, now you've sunk all the way down to five dollars. You're getting as low as Julius here, huh? Now you've got five dollars. Here's your last chance to beat the other couple. How much of the five are you going to try? Go the works. You're going to shoot the works, huh? Who invented the cotton gin? Oh, uh, Eli, Whitney. Eli, Whitney. Eli Whitney. Eli Whitney is correct. And they wind up with ten dollars.
2: And that means the housewife and the postal clerk with $210 get the chance at the $2,000 question. And now, a word from Myron Wallace.
1: The name Elgin American means the very finest quality, designing, finish, and craftsmanship. The best value. In exquisite compacts, gorgeous simulated pearls, magnificent dresser sets, magic action lighters, wondrous lighter cases, distinguished cigarette cases, handsome military sets, fascinating musical humidors. Your favorite store has a complete assortment of the newest Elgin American styles right now. <laughs> See them, and for your own proud use, for thrilling prestige gifts. Always by Elgin American. <laughs>
2: And here's the winning couple, Groucho, the postal clerk and the housewife.
3: Ready to try for $2,000, eh? Good luck. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you, so talk it over thoroughly, and please no help from the audience. Ready? The chairman of Europe's Western Union Defense Alliance is a famous British soldier. He wears a beret. For $2,000, what's his name? What is the answer you two have decided upon? General Montgomery. General Montgomery is right.
5: Huh? That's right.
3: That's right. That's right, you win $2,000. You had the right answer, so you win $2,000 from Belgian American Compacts. What are you going to do with all that money? What are you going to do with it, Mrs. Well, Wolf?
6: whenever I have a streak of good luck, I always remember charity, and then I have to go under two major operations, and I'll take care of that.
3: Well, that's a very weighty way of spending the money. Huh? <laughs> and while you're thinking of charity, remember, charity begins right here, right? Huh? <laughs> And Mr. Nelson, you old postal clerk, you, what are you going to do with your swag? Well, I'm going to finish buying a furniture for the house, and I'd like to make a
4: contribution to the Westview Hospital for
3: Negroes. Well, do you receive? <laughs> Let's see, you receive lovely gifts from Elgin American. You won $2,000 plus $210. You really cleaned up tonight. Congratulations.
5: <laughs>
2: The American Show, You Bet Your Life, is a John Goodell production, transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Bob Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. Remember, next week's big question pays one thousand dollars. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for You Bet Your Life, starring Groucho Marx, presented by the creators of America's most beautiful compacts, smartest cigarette cases, magic action lighters, and finest dresser sets. Elgin, American.
3: Good night, folks. Have you looked at your compact lately? Don't go away now. Bing the Crosby is next, you know.
0: You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Well, the sound quality wasn't terrible. Hopefully next week is uh it will be better. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at radio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. And speaking of Vintage Club members, this weekend we will be posting a comedy about a small-town girl who became a long-lost heiress. It's called Slightly Dangerous, and it's from the MGM Theater of the Air, and it's quite a story. The Shadow will return on Monday... And Gratchel will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Benny signing off.